My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I have a super exciting guest coming on. Can't wait to share some of his story with you guys. It's very powerful. The guest I'm bringing on, Harrison Barron. Uh, you know, he's he's the CEO of Harrison's agency, Growth Generators. Uh, and he used to be a firefighter. I should have mentioned that first, but he's got a beautiful story and, you know, some hardships and whatnot, but I'm so excited for him to share it with everybody listening, just because it's very powerful, you know, and right now he's also the host of the Brutally Honest podcast, which actually has turned into the top 3% podcast around the world, which is so exciting. Bear, uh, Harris, Harrison, thank you so much for jumping on. I appreciate you taking your time out of your day. How's it going? It's going good. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. You know, um, like I said, like I just mentioned, you have a very powerful story. And um, if you're open to it, if you don't mind sharing that with the, the listeners, just, you know, talking about where you came from, some of the struggles along the way and, and how you got to where you are today, because I think you're honestly, you you were kicking butt out there. And I really <laughs> want to share it with everybody listening. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, I'll give I'll give everybody the Cliff Notes version. Uh, of it. So I started out, you know, uh, graduating high school, didn't really know what I wanted to do, hence why I have probably so many hobbies. Uh, went, to, <laughs> went to college, got my associate's degree. I said, you know what, I'm going to go, uh, you know, I'll get my bachelor's degree. My parents wanted me to get it. Uh, and I had friends that went to school for computer programming, uh, ended up going into that, became a fireman, uh, was a volunteer fireman for about 10 years. Um, and one of the guys at the firehouse, his cousin owned an IT firm. He's like, it's not really programming, but would you be interested? I said, sure, I would love to. And uh, so started out as literally an unpaid intern uh, in about three years, worked my way up to an executive role, uh, took the company from about $2 million in sales to about $6 million in sales. Um, the CEO of the company knew or figured out that I had the gift of gab. Uh, he said, wow, you could really talk to people and let's, do you want to try out sales? And I said, sure. Uh, turned out I was really, really good at sales. Um, love it. And uh so from there, I, I had started a podcast called the Brutally Honest Podcast. Literally started it for fun. I was like, this would be so cool. I get to talk to really interesting people. And part of the podcast was, oh, a lot of people would kind of figure out what we did and and learn about us when they came to the office to do the podcast, which is where, where I was hosting the podcast out of. So it was pretty cool. People would come in. They, oh, my God, this is so cool. They'd see all the computers. And I was actually signing up deals completely unintentionally. The podcast was for me. but it made sales for the business and it was, it was the best lead generator. Um, so from there, I saw a, a strategic partner. It was a digital marketing agency doing some unethical stuff. They were working with a ton of clients that I was giving them, which was great. But a lot of these companies were in the same industry. So building a website's one thing, but when you're doing the SEO and you're doing the Google ads and all that, and you're putting mm -hmm. these companies against each other on Long Island, keep in mind, it's a very small area. Small uh, island. <laughs> I was like, this is super unethical. So I left, uh, I went out, I started my agency originally called Baron Media Group. Now it's Growth Generators. Um, and that was the, the, the 
kind of stepping stone of growing my business. And then I leveraged the podcast actually. Uh, my a buddy of mine had a warehouse and he's like, look, if you want to, you know, you want to work out of here and have your podcast out of here, that's cool. So I would work at my day job, which was, you know, in this, in this IT firm. And at night I would literally go swing a hammer, um, build walls and put the drop ceiling in to build out my old studio. It's pretty cool. If you go on YouTube, you can see it. And that that's how it became. And then one day I went to my boss, I said, you know, I have my studio built. Uh, I didn't really have a plan on how I was going to start a business or run a business or or anything business related, but I was like, oh, I could just do this. Um, so I, yeah, I left. I just said, you know, thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate everything. It was cool. Um, he said goodbye and I left um, to start my own business. Uh, fast forward now, uh, grew a business during the pandemic, which is uh, like li living on hard mode, like extra hard mode. Um, Cause I could have just had a job and probably been pretty better off, but um, from there, grew the business to well over six figures. And then I had a house fire in December and I'm in my new office for about two weeks now and I'm still getting back into it, which is why I'm using Apple AirPod or Apple headphones as opposed to a nice studio microphone. Thank you so much for sharing your story, Harrison. Like the things you've done, it's amazing, incredible. And, you know, you said that you leveraged your podcast, you know, Tell me a little bit about that process. Yeah. So um, when you have a podcast, people, especially because mine was in person, it wasn't over Zoom or anything like that. It, it, it was, <laughs> and my podcasts were really long. So all my podcasts were about an hour and a half to about three hours long. Uh, think of like a Joe Rogan style. And yeah, it was, we started off with business. What do you do? Tell me about yourself. Kind of like this. And then we would go like super, super, super deep. Like, how'd they get into it? You know, what were the you know challenges in business? And then you can only talk about business for so long. So it would just right. naturally meander into these other topics. And the other topics is actually kind of like where, you know, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. You got to have those three. If you don't have those three, you're probably not running a business unless you're a doctor or a lawyer. Those are the only two people that doesn't apply to. If you could save somebody's life, you could be the meanest doctor in the world. <laughs> they don't care. And if you're the lawyer that's going to get them out of tickets, jail time, whatever it is, they could care how they could care less how rude you are. They will put up with it to get the end result. But for everyone else in the world, no like and trust. And the mm -hmm. podcast got people to know me, like me because they got a ton of value out of the podcast. And then trust me, because we hung out without this little demonic device in our hands, right? We just, there's right. no cell phone, there's nothing. It and you're in person. That. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're in person. So the, the podcast between these hour and a half and three hour long meetings helped solidify new customers. And the goal was not to sell the person, right? Most of the time, the person coming on the show actually had no idea what I was doing. But they'd say, how do you make money doing this? And I would say, I don't. And they, you know, oh, well, why do you do it? Well, it's fun. And then they, they, they couldn't believe that I was doing it because it was fun and it wasn't for profit. It wasn't to make money. And naturally, people were like, well, what do you do to make money? You can't just do this if you're not making any money. And I said, well, I do digital marketing and I run social media accounts and uh, now SEO and inbound marketing services. And they're like, wow, that's incredible. Can you actually help me with that? Because they know me and they like me and they trust me. So they, they know that I'm you. probably... Yeah, they know that I'm going to do a good job because I've already added a ton of value. They got a show out. It got seen by thousands and thousands of people. 
And that was the, the door opener for building the business. And it was the, it, it was the coolest thing that could ever happen. Absolutely. I would say, you know, um, talking based on the podcast, you know, there, there's so many wins that come along with it, but, you know, and I see that your intention wasn't to book sales and close deals with it, but it's nice how it came so organically. Um, how does it now affect your business? Yeah. So I took a little bit of a break from the podcast. Um, during the pandemic, it was hard getting people on the show was hard because they didn't want to be in person, right? And obviously COVID happened. Um, so that made it a little more difficult, but I had gotten the ball rolling far enough and fast enough to leave the need of the podcast. So the podcast, now that I have an office again, I'm going to be going back very soon um, right. to it. And obviously, of course, as I wanted to go start my podcast again, I had a house fire, um, which I don't recommend having, but the it had gotten the ball rolling enough where people started to know me, then they... They like me. They trust me. People still download the podcast. It's still growing, even though I haven't worked on it. Um, and the cool part is, is I preach like content marketing and digital, it really digital marketing, but really content marketing where you have to go build something and they will come. And it doesn't have to be your podcast. It could be whatever you want it. Want it. it could be TikTok. It could be video, YouTube. It could be written blogs. It could be podcasting with audio. But you have to create, you get rewarded when you create and you provide valuable free content. Your whole thing shouldn't be a pitch, right? You, you won't hear me pitch at any point in this right? because my goal is to provide value. And when you do yes. that, you provide value. People know you, they like you and they trust you and they don't feel like Absolutely. they're being sold to, you know, like a, like a, somebody's going to hate me for this, like a car salesman, right? Yeah. Don't Just trying to make a sale. Guy. Yeah, don't right, be that guy right. and the money will come, I promise. Yeah, don't chase it and it'll come. You know, yep. obviously have the focus and everything like that, but I feel like the you, you push and you you chase, it doesn't come that way. You know? No, not at all. You got to you got to let it you got to uh, I hate to be that like holistic person, but don't, you got to attract it. Don't hate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like it, it, it you have to put out the the energy and you have to you have to give off good energy. You have to really come at it from a value proposition where your only goal is to just help that person and let them come to you. And, you know, I hate to say it, but the, the CarMax is killing it. Uh, you have Carvana killing it, right? You have all of these people or all these different companies crushing it because you don't have to feel like you're getting sold and right. they're providing crazy value. You could buy the car and return it after, I think, like seven days at CarMax, right? You could literally, the guy that sells you the car at Carvana, when it sells, right? It just fills out paperwork. He drops it off, lets you drive the car for 10 or 15 minutes. And then you come back and he goes, do you want it or not? And that's it. Like, there's no like- No pushing. Yeah, there's no fill this line out. Like, you have to buy. Like, get your, it, it's literally, did you like it? Yes or no? Yes. Is this a car that you'd like to buy? Yes. Okay, great. Do you want me to get the paperwork to, to purchase the car? Yes. Okay, great. That there's, it's the best experience. And people wonder why people are, are flocking to these other companies. Exactly. Thank you for sharing that. It's because it's so true. And, you know, I guess 
with the podcast, and I, I understand that one of the pain points was during COVID and whatnot, but are you at any pain point now or challenge that you can point out to our listeners with the podcast um, at the moment? Yeah, figuring out a new podcast uh, recording setup. So this okay. is my office in my home. Um, so back on Long Island where I originally started it, I always had a podcasting studio. So okay. uh, if it was in, you know, my boss gave me a key to the old office, we would have access, you know, I had access 24 seven, didn't matter how late I left. As long as I showed up for work in the morning, he could care less what I did the night before. So yeah. when I built my own office, I got the same privileges, you know, even though I was bunkered up with a buddy of mine, as long, you know, he knew me, we were very, very good friends. And he's like, as long as nothing goes missing, um, treat it like it's your own. Here's mm -hmm. a key, 24 hour access, right? Um, so that was really, really cool. So my struggle now is either figuring out, do I want to build out a level of recording studio in my office, right? Or do I go out, get a building solely for podcasting? Um, right. The pandemic has been a, a, a blessing and a curse because I get to spend all day with my dogs and hang out and work from home. But it has also <laughs> been a curse because all I want to do is hang out with my dogs and work from home. So uh, there's definitely that. So I have to figure out either, am I going to go shack up with somebody else who already has an office that needs an office mate? Do I rent a uh, space out? Do I do, I've also been toying around the idea of doing like a mobile podcast. So uh, getting like a nice Pelican box, two microphones, my mixer, and then being um, on the go. So if I book a podcast with somebody, I actually go there, set up really quickly we do the podcast for, you know, an hour and a half to three hours. It's a little more difficult because I won't have, you know, uh, the liquid confidence that we had in, in my old podcast studio of having a drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that is something that I have to figure out and say, hey, you know what? Either I have to be mobile on the on the road. I have a, I just got a leg tattoo. My tattoo artist has been on my show a couple of times. Um, I want to do a, a show with him again. And I'm like, OK, mobile, a mobile podcast studio would be pretty cool. So right. that's, that's something that I'm trying to figure out now. Cause I think when you have a show in person, it really takes it, uh, to the next to level. The next, yeah. To the next level. It, there's just so many things that you get out of it. Right. Right. Um, so I guess my next question would be like, talk to me about your lead generation and how it works with your, uh, with your business. Like are most of the people coming from the podcast are just a good portion or what is that like exactly? How does yeah. it, how does the pod, podcast tie into the lead generation? Even when things are like right now, I don't know whether you're doing your, your um, yep. podcast in person still, but. Uh, yeah. So moment. we'll be doing the podcast in person. Um, so I, I guess the best way to do this is I'll, I'll give you a quick little story of, of a customer, what a customer said to me. Um, okay. Small customer, like, he knew that he was really small. He's like, look, just take care of my stuff when you get to it. Like, there's literally no rush on it. I know you're super busy. Um, so, like, one day, and I'm very responsive with my customers. I, I answer within usually minutes, if not a, a few hours. And this one customer's email must have just gotten lost in my inbox. And it had been, like, 48 hours. And he calls me up one day. I'm like, oh, God, he's calling me. Like, something, something bad is happening. He normally doesn't call me out of the blue. And... He's like, Harrison. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I didn't know you're famous. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, I Googled your name. And I was like, oh, Christ. So um, when you Google my name, 
I know that people will, but when you Google my name, you'll see everything that I do, right? From my personal website, harrisonbarron.com to growth-generators.com. I have some other projects that I don't have my name on. So people don't find them and and artificially throw traffic to them because I'm always testing. But on there, you'll find my podcast. I've I've had people listen to an episode before they called me and were like, hey, like, it's the most uncensored version of who I am. So when they tell me, oh, I listened to your podcast, like I looked you up and saw that you're a guest on shows and you do all these different things and you write content, but you also have your own podcast. I've had people listen to a podcast and those are the best clients ever because I don't have to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. I don't have to. Yeah. Like when I say to myself, I could curse. Like they expect that. Like it's not the level of professionalism, still professional, but they know me personally and they are the, they become like, the level of like, oh, am I going to make the sale versus not make the sale goes way down. And, and it becomes a very friendly and like super cool conversation of like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. I want to do this. How can you help me? Uh, by the way, I really love that that podcast you did with XYZ person. Dude, I didn't even know that you're into that. That's super cool. I did this too. Yeah. And, it, and it just opens up like this can of worms of like good feelings and good emotions. And I don't have to, you know, oh my God, can I curse on this call? Like they know exactly who I am and they feel way more confident giving yeah, me their money. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's almost like, you know, even before they become clients and reach out to you, they already get to know you through your podcast. You know, even if you don't realize, you know, who's listening all the time and whatnot, but, and then they reach out to you and it's like, that relationship has already begun just because they've been listening to your relationship so that they know you there's rapport. You know what I mean? So it makes it so, so much easier and natural. Right. And for anybody listening, like it doesn't have to be a podcast. Like that just happened Mm -hmm. to be my vehicle, TikTok, YouTube, uh, uh, I'd say Instagram and Facebook, but like if you create and you provide value, people will know and like you and trust you. And like I got a phone call today from somebody, you know, or a message today and he was, you know, Hey, can you call me back? I, I have questions about, you know, SEO and really want you to help me on my website. I'm like, how'd you find Love me? It. He goes, you're YouTube. I watch all of your videos and I haven't made a video in a while. Cause I didn't have, I was living out of an RV for the last nine months. So mm-hmm. like he knew, he knows everything that I do, everything that I teach. And it shows my skill level without being like, well, this is why you should buy from me. And this is how much money I charge and this and this, like they know that I have the answer. We have to have a conversation so I can make sure I give them the right answer. And then we can figure out if, you know, if they're reaching out, they think that I'm a good fit. I have to just see if they're a good fit for me. Right. Because it works both ways. A hundred percent. Well, I like the way you do it because I think you're doing it amazing. And I mean, you're building that trust and you're not pushing and it's coming to you. So that's the best part. So I appreciate it. Absolutely fantastic. Yes, of course. Now, you know, have you ever done um, like podcasts besides the one we're on right now, like of your own, like through Zoom or like online like this? Or do you, you obviously prefer in person, you know, you really- Build a relationship uh, a, better that way, hey? Yep. I did a couple on Zoom. I liked them. I didn't love them. A um, lot of technical errors. A lot. Of, there's a lot of factors. Um, so if you ever go to on TV, they, like, if you're going to do a guest appearance on TV or anything like that, not that I have, but I've heard a lot of yeah. stories of people doing it. The re- So they fly you out, like, two days prior. 
They give you money to spend on food. They, they book the hotel for you. They send a car service for you, everything. Even if, you, even if it's in walking distance, they send a car to you. And the reason they do that is because they want to have control over every single thing. Right. With Zoom and other Riverside, whatever you decide to use, StreamYard, you're leaving all of those factors up to a third-party company. And along with you're now trusting your, com- I'm trusting my computer, I'm trusting my internet, I'm trusting Zoom, I'm trusting your computer, I'm trusting your internet connection, right? There's so many yeah. points of failure along factors. the way. But when I have when I have a podcast in person, I can I can make sure that there is almost no points of failure, or if there are, I can fix them immediately and I know how to fix them. So that was, that was the big thing. And that's why I like doing the podcast in person. And also having a zoom conversation for an hour and a half to three hours is really hard, but when we're having, when we're having a drink, and it's a long day at work and you're not at home where I can smell dinner, right? All of these <laughs> things come into play where you're like, okay, like it's now I'm getting hungry. I, yeah. All these factors come into play. So the, the in-person, it really like, I expect to give 110% during that podcast and I expect my guest to at least meet me at 100%. And a lot of times they exactly. don't 150%. That's amazing. I, I really like the fact that you do it in person as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you're ever in I'll, North Carolina, come on on. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'd love to. Now, um, another question is like talking about, you know, the ch- we talked about a bit of the challenges and whatnot. Um, what would you say for your organic what is the best organic marketing method you have? Is it just by like word of mouth and making those connections or tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that. Uh, there is, it's two things. Uh, okay. Starting and consistency. Nothing else matters. Um, literally nothing. Joe Rogan posts on YouTube and previously the podcast app and now Spotify, Right made a hundred million dollars from Spotify. Um, mm-hmm. it, Mark Rober only uses YouTube. Uh, the only reason why Bill Gates is a billionaire and Zuckerberg's a billionaire and uh, all of these people that have achieved massive success started and they were consistent. Yeah. You want to lose weight? Start, be consistent. You want to get Mm -hmm. everything, literally everything you want to be, you want to get married, start, be in a relationship, be consistent and show up in your relationship. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Pick your Avenue. If it's SEO, go spend a thousand hours watching YouTube videos, uh, learning and testing SEO. If it's YouTube, go off, spend a thousand hours learning YouTube and, and make videos. If it's podcasting, spend a thousand hours watching YouTube videos and start the podcast and do it every week. Yeah, you, you have to start, start. You have to be consistent. Consistent. Show up for yourself. Yes. Nothing else matters. TikTok, the, the reason why people are famous on TikTok, right? It is because they started and they were consistent. Exactly. It, it's true. You know, there's there's girls eating food on TikTok and getting millions of views, right? Like it, <laughs> crazy, right? They started and they're <laughs> consistent. Like there's no like people are like oh what's the secret sauce start be consistent nothing else matters and everything Literally and you're nothing. so right yeah yeah so you know. tell me a little bit about your monetizing methods 
Yep. So uh, I I suck at monetizing. I'm probably really bad at making money. Uh, even You're not I alone. A, uh, I make a really good. I make I make good money. But uh, so I, I I try to give as much value as I can, and the people that buy from okay. me, great. Um, so right now uh, I do services for for businesses specifically uh, inbound marketing services. So SEO, content marketing. We do run a bit of ads, um, and people pay us for the work that we do. You know, it's kind of monthly retainer type thing, and that's really my main source of income. Um, and then additionally, after that, uh, I'm getting into coaching and teaching. Uh, I've realized that I'm just good, and I've watched, once again, a thousand hours of all of these different things. And teaching, now I'm going to get into teaching how to go do these things, right? So uh, I'm going to be teaching how to start a podcast and, and grow a podcast, and I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, teaching SEO and how to grow through search engine optimization. Um, and for anybody listening, and this is not a self-plug, but if you're thinking about going and doing something, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be leatherworking. It could be shoe, shoe repair, what, whatever it is. Go take somebody's course first. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I only say that because you're going to figure out much faster whether or not you like something. Because it, it, I bought, I spent all this money on leatherworking stuff and I built my own wallet, which isn't on my desk at the moment. But had I taken a course on how to go do this, I would have realized how much work it was. And I would have, instead of spending $300 or $400, whatever I spent on leatherworking material and tools, I could have just bought a really high grade product from a, a local leather shop. Um, right. Because I didn't realize how much work was involved. And once I got everything, I go, all right, I got to, I got to do this now. Um, yeah. So spend the money, go take a course, learn whether or not you like it. And then go invest all your time and energy into it. And then if you want to go create something, sell a product, whatever it is, start and be consistent with it. And then sales will come. So start doing it, get really good at it by being consistent with it and then figure out how to sell it. Whatever that thing is that you're doing, it could be creating, it could be manufacturing, it could be whatever. Absolutely. Take the course and just, you know, you have to invest in yourself, right? you know, to grow. And it's important if, you, if, if it's something you want to do and you're passionate about, just take the course, you know, invest in yourself. Like I said, it's, it's don't spend a ton I feel of like money. A, Find the cheapest yeah. one and go do it. Yeah. Just start with the just most start. baby course. The, 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 you know, Hey, you know, check out Udemy, check out YouTube. If, the, if it says YouTube masterclass, it should be like an hour, maybe an hour and a half, two hours long. Go take that little, that little class and really learn the nitty gritty instead of the 10 minute, clips teaching you about the the auxiliary stuff yeah exactly and like honestly i feel like a lot of people um struggle with the fear of like oh should i do this or should i not is it going to help me or is it not going to and like just taking that leap of faith and just doing it invest in yourself and your business it's worth it and it always will be um in one way or another down the road it's going to open up more opportunities um yeah, it's just taking that leap of faith, right? I, I guess talking about leaps of faith and whatnot, you know, what what were some of the leaps of faith faiths you took when you say started this business and uh, you know, got out of what you were doing before? And how did you overcome some of the, you know, the fear and the doubts and stuff like that? Uh yep. Um my biggest fear was looking back when I'm 50. And thinking about what my life would have been like if I just did it. Um, and that 
overarching fear has gotten me to where I am today um, in literally everything, right? So uh, from being a fireman, I don't want to be 50 when my when my knees don't work and my back doesn't work and I'm tired and beat right. up every day. Um, and I'm like, wow, it would have been so cool to be a fireman, right? So I just went and did it, right? And a lot of people have this like irrational fear of stuff or things or doing something, right? Being embarrassed is one thing, but it's another thing to just say, you know, well, what could happen? What's the worst that could happen, right? If me starting a business, like what's the worst that happens? I go broke again. Okay, well, I know how to make money. I know how to make sales. I can go get a right. job and I could I could I could come back from it. Um so it, you know, it, it was it was the two things. The, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen, right? I'm not gonna die, I'm not gonna be homeless. I could if worst comes to worst, I could find a friend to live with or go back to my parents' house, right? And the other side of it too is if I'm 50 years old or 60 years old or whatever that number is for you, and you look back and say, wow, I wonder what my life would have been like if I actually went out and did the things that I really wanted to try. If you can get over those, two, that that's what it was for me, at least. If you can get over that, everything else is going to be easy, right? So if I go poor tomorrow and my whole business collapses and everybody calls me up and fires me tomorrow, I know that within probably a couple of weeks, I can go get another sales job and make a great income, right? Like, right. There's, there's the, nothing that bad is going to happen to you. No. And, you know, I think that, you know, you need to, you're going to regret it. You don't want the fear of regret either. So it's like, let their fear of regret be greater than your fear of fear of failure, because the, you're just going to fail forward. There's just going to yep. be new opportunities, you know, and, and it's so important to look at, look at it that way, because I think a lot of people are afraid of the unknown and, you know, the scared of not having that security that they maybe sure. once had and but look at all the things that could go right and you just got to look at it from a different perspective and really think you know okay a few things could go wrong but what about all the good things that could come from this right yep. and look for yourself if, if you're terrified of going out and starting on your own then don't do it on the side um yeah you know like when i i even even right i'm 30 years old i just turned 30 and i still have regrets when i was 25 i'm like oh my god if I took my knowledge when I was at the IT firm and learned a little bit of SEO, right? And I went home and spent, you know, you work for somebody for 40 hours a week. You're not going to pay yourself by investing in yourself five or 10 hours a week. Like that concept blows my mind. But if I just took the knowledge I have, and this is for all of your listeners, right? If I, if I took the knowledge I have in whatever I'm doing, in that case, I was, I was originally an intern working on technology and then I became an executive selling the technology. Um, but if I went home and I wrote about these things or made videos about all the stuff that I was learning and doing and changing businesses, literally changing businesses and making them better and more secure and preventing them from getting hacked and all these things. And I went home and I wrote about it or recorded videos about it and just posted on the internet. I would be exponentially further than I am now. And right. it took, you know, it took me to starting my own business and learning SEO and learning content creation and investing in all these different things to, to figure that out because nobody ever told me, Hey man, you don't have to leave your job. You could actually not leave your job. And then when your side hustle greatly surpasses, or maybe you just say, you know what? I like my health benefits. I like working for somebody else, but I want to teach somebody. I got really good at SEO. I get, I get websites to a million visitors a month. I happen to be really good at SEO. So I'm going to actually teach people how to do SEO right? You don't have to leave your job. You can go, you could, there's at this point in the world, you can do so many things to make additional income and you don't have to lose that security. I 
am the kind of person that I'm going to burn the shit that I sailed on and, and make sure that right. I have to go figure it out. But I know that's yeah. not for everybody and, and that's fine. There's other ways to do it. You don't have to go quit your job. So and, many. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be one way. Actually, like at all, like there's many, many different ways you can go about it, right? And um, yep. some are less scary. Or to power, you know, also, you can, on the weekend, power washing company, lawn, lawn mowing company. I mean, like the list goes on. You could literally st- sit outside in your front stoops and watch every car go by and say, I could probably do that on the weekend. There's your first amount you. of income. Exactly, exactly. So tell me, with, with the podcast and your business, what is the next biggest desire for, for the year coming? Is it just getting that studio, um, possible mobile studio set up, or is it um, is it anything else that you're interested in? in uh, yeah, so I have a couple goals uh, for the end of this year and, and next year. So uh, goal one, launch my, my courses. I have two courses that are now just about finished. Um, SEO and teaching people SEO and teaching people podcasting, super beginners, like you don't know anything about it. You want to get into it. That's what I'm, I'm looking to create, um, you know, getting, getting into that studio or getting, creating this, this actual mobile podcast setup is, is pretty high up on the list. Um, and then next year, completely removing the need to go see clients. Um, by, by the end of next year, I want to be a fully remote person other than podcasting. Um, or yeah. if I have to go somewhere, it is because it is an exponentially large deal and they want a in-person meeting. Um, otherwise, my goal is to just remain at home and raise my chickens and hang out with my two dogs. You got a lot of chickens to take care of, my friend. I, I also <laughs> have three chickens, but uh, well, they're not really mine, but where I'm staying right now as I travel <laughs> They're at their, right. I'm staying at our friends and they have chickens and they got all kinds of animals I here. So chickens are cool. I, I picked up chicken raising early this year. I said, you know what? I want fresh eggs. I like eggs. And, I love uh, this. and uh, my this chickens are my best. homies. They look forward to me coming yeah. every day and I check on them and you know, they're great. They, they till the yard. They eat all the ticks for my dogs. Uh, the dogs really get along pretty well and uh, they're cool. Like they kind of just, I don't want to say they hang out, but like if I'm outside, they'll come check out they're what just I'm doing. Chilling. Like, yeah, they're just chilling. chilling. And then you know, they, pay, <laughs> they pay rent every day. I go collect my eggs every day and, and that's it. Yeah. So. Do you eat them too or just the eggs? Just the eggs. Uh, well, okay. they, I shouldn't say that. I'm not against it. I just haven't gotten to that point yet. They're all, they okay. all just broke like the eight month mark. Oh, okay. I see. I so see. they're all super young. Aww. So. Yeah. But I yeah, like that cool. a lot. That's the best. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I guess I have one last question and it's, uh, you know, if you were to, and I'd like to ask this on every interview, just to see what different challenges people come up with that might occur. But, you know, if you were trying to say triple, double or triple your profit and revenue in one year, what are some things that might have to change? Um, for me, it's make more offers. Um, I don't make enough offers. Um, and for people listening, don't get confused with, with sales and offers. Um, I get thousands of visitors to my website every single month. I get hundreds, if not thousands of plays between my YouTube channels, uh, and podcasts. I don't have any offers. I literally just give away free knowledge unless you call me up and say, I want to give you money for help. Um, so financially it'll come. 
but I need to right. create more offers to get more people into my email list. So that could be newsletters, that could be giveaways, that could be uh, value, that could be, uh, there's there's literally tons of ways. It could be white papers, it could be eBooks, um, could be free one-on-one -on -one sessions, like whatever whatever that is, I my, my, my biggest thing to increase revenue is getting more offers. Uh, I'm a big right. believer in create the email list. Um, and the bigger your email list, and the more times you email, the more money you're going to make. Um, Follow-ups and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't do it enough unless people are like, here's money, go do this uh, for me. But um, I definitely need to focus on creating more offers and more entry points into my ecosystem. And that way, the more of those I create, the more opportunities I will have to uh, sell products and help people and grow their businesses as well. I like that answer. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, I think we all can make more offers. You know, it, we all struggle with that sometimes. Or don't don't make the offer. Maybe you should have. And but you know what? That's the beauty of having a follow up. You know, there's always the yep. fortunes in the follow up anyways. And also people come to you, too. So, um, you know, building that relationship is number one and yeah. um, rapport and everything like that. Right. And building that trust. It's huge. So now just before we jump off here, my friend, I just want to uh, ask you, you know, if you have any mentor inspiration for the people listening to, you know, try to, what have you used a mentor while building your business? And if you did, like, what, uh, what are some of the favorite things that you learned from one? Um, what's your biggest inspiration for so the journey I of a business person? Yeah. I don't know if I necessarily, I, I guess I have a couple mentors, but they're, I don't, I look at them as a mentor. They don't look at me as a mentee. It's, it's right, a very right. friendly relationship. Um, gotcha. I have, a few people that I will bounce ideas off of. Um, but the cool part about what I do versus what like a lot of other people do is when you have email lists and you have people to, 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 I don't want to say talk to, but to email, you can test things in real time. So should right. I make this right? You can literally send out an email and say, I'm thinking about building a podcasting course. Like the only reason why I'm building out my courses is not because I want to, I have enough stuff going on. People yeah. have literally begged me to make these things. Um, they'll, you know, can you please make an SEO course? Like nobody explains it as good as you do. And I can't give that person all the attention that they want because they, they can't afford it. And I, I need to get paid somehow for my time. Um, yeah. So I have just friends that I, that I, uh, I don't want to say I grew up with, but when I was in sales that I, that I met and they're really good people to bounce ideas off of. But a lot of it is just figuring out, like, would this vibe with my audience? And if the answer is yes, then go do it. If the answer is no, right, just I get, the real thing is just keep, you're, you're always going to hit struggles. A mentor will help you navigate those struggles. There's plenty of people out there that want to help you. If, you have, if yeah. you're struggling, bounce your ideas off of a business person, not off of a friend who doesn't know business, yeah. that there's a very right. big difference. I love my friends dearly. They don't know. Some of them don't know business. I will never ask them for help Understand for ideas it. on yeah. the business. They just don't get it. But I will ask my friends that have very successful businesses, Hey, what are your thoughts on this? Or like, when did you hire somebody? Or how much do you think I should pay somebody for this? Or, you know, what should be included in this? What shouldn't be included in this? Do you think this is too much? Do you think this is too little? You have to ask people in relevant industries. Um, if you're like, I really want a mentor, go call a hundred local businesses in your field that you want to do. So if it's videography, go call a hundred videography businesses. If it's photography, a hundred photography businesses. 
Go there, door knock. I don't care what you got to do. Go talk to the owner and say, hey, look, I will literally do whatever you want. One day a week, I want to come into the office. I will work for you completely for free. I want you to teach me everything I want to know and help me make better decisions. I right. promise you everyone's going to say yes. Yeah, because 100%. You, go, you don't go into business to make money. You go into business to help people, right? Exactly. Money is the byproduct of helping people. And we don't need to always make money. So if I get to help somebody achieve their goals, I will happily carve hours out of my day knowing that I'm directly impacting somebody versus the busy work that I could always be doing. Yeah. And it's like, you got to think of it from, I know we only have like a minute left in the episode, but I just want to go off of what you said because it's so valuable. You know, you got to think of it basically as how many people can I, how many lives can I change today by just helping? You know, I absolutely believe in that too. Harrison, this has been absolutely amazing. You have so much incredible insights to share with people. And I hope to get you back on in the future. I I would love to have you on again, or maybe I'll come down to your studio and we can have a chat too. I would love that. (laughs) You know, and uh, we're, we're coming to the end of the episode here though. And, you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, either to come up, come meet you in person, you know, to get on your podcast or, you know, have some questions in regards to your business. Um, what would be the best way about reaching out to you? Sure. Um, I, I, Instagram is great. Uh, at Harrison underscore Baron. It's probably the only place that I'll really accept random messages from people. Um, Facebook, it's just too spammy. Uh, and LinkedIn is too spammy. Um, or send mm-hmm. me that message directly. Uh, HarrisonBaron.com, growth-generators.com. Just say, hey, heard you on the podcast. Would love to pick your brain. I'm happy to spend a few minutes with everybody and give some insight in in anybody's situation. I think, uh, you know, like I said, I practice what I preach. I will happily provide value. I, I really, I'm very good at sales. I suck at, I suck at selling for myself. Um, I, I would much rather see people succeed and, and give away a little bit of free advice um, so they don't make the mistakes that I see them walking into. Thank you so much, Harrison. I appreciate you taking the time every day to come on and spread all this awareness and, you know, um, add all the value to my listeners. That's what exactly what I'm looking for. So I appreciate it. I appreciate being here. Thank you so much, Brittany. Of course. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on just like Harrison did today to add some value to our listeners, you know, talk about your business and your journey with your podcast, please go to top100interviews.com. We'd love to have you as well. Catch you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition 
without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.